I've said it once and I'll say it again. I think consistency when it comes to your training is probably more important than your training performance itself. I would much rather someone turn up session after session, giving that seven to eight out of 10 than someone who comes in sporadically, but is able to give 10 out of 10 every single time they show up. I do think that consistency over time is the most important thing. Don't get me wrong. I think your performance should be strong as well. But at the same time, if you can't get to the gym or if you can't turn up to your given endeavor, then realistically, you're not gonna make as much progress as someone who does. So today I wanna go through five ways in which you can stay more consistent specifically with your workouts. I do believe these principles can be applied to other areas of your health and fitness, but I specifically want to go through the workouts today. Number one, get super clear about the pros and cons of training and the pros and cons of missing or attending your workouts. A lot of people will argue whether the stick or the carrot is the way to go. If I'm honest, I think that we need a bit of both in most areas of our life. Sometimes understanding the consequences can be more motivating than the upside, and sometimes the upside can be more encouraging than the consequences. But I do think it's really important to be clear on these because if, if on a given day you aren't motivated and then someone presents the good side, you'll feel better. It's conducive to your long-term goal, but all you care about is staying in bed and the person snoozed on that alarm. And sometimes it's just not enough. Sometimes we need a little bit more and that might be hearing the consequences and the cons of not training. And yes, one workout isn't the end of the world, but this might be the second workout you've missed in the past couple of weeks. This could be the beginning of you becoming complacent. This could be the beginning of you not sticking to your word. And the downstream impact of that could be pretty detrimental detrimental to your long-term consistency. And if that is, in fact, the thing that impacts your long-term consistency, then that's probably going to mean you're not going to achieve your goals because if you need to work out consistently in order to attain your health and fitness goals, and that might be enough to get you out of bed in the morning when the appeal of just feeling good after training might not cut it on that day. But on the flip side of that, maybe we need to lean into the pros and understanding what you're going to feel like when you reach that goal and you can go on the beach and you're the most confident you've ever been. You feel great in your skin. You feel great in your body. That could be the motivating factor. But the most important thing is that we're super, super clear on both the pros and the cons because that's going to help us remain consistent and then we can use the carrot or the stick, whichever is appropriate for that given day. Number two, beyond your initial goal, you need to make it fun and sustainable. As humans, we can endure things that we don't really like if we know the purpose behind it, hence the pros and cons. However, beyond our initial goal, once we have achieved maybe the physique of our dreams, the health of our dreams, and we're just looking to maintain things long-term, it's so important that we do something that we can sustain and that we enjoy. I discussed this in my top lessons learned in 2021, and I genuinely would not want to train long-term if I had to just train with body weight and resistance bands from home. I would find it incredibly boring and I'd probably go running instead because that seemed much, much more appealing to me. And I'm a fitness professional. I know the long-term impacts of not exercising, but at the same time, I still need to have some type of enjoyment out of my training. I'm not there just to get the best possible physique. I'm not just there to have the most optimal health. I've gone through that period of my life. I want to enjoy things now too. And with that being said, sustainability comes into it as well. This one's not as much of an issue for me. However, if I was told to do body weight training every single day, it would be an absolute no-go. When it comes to my training currently, I'm doing four training sessions per week in terms of resistance training. I'm doing one run. That's pretty sustainable. I reckon I could do that for the next decade or so. However, if I was having to train every single day, that would be a different story. So it's super important that you A, find something you really enjoy and B, 
you do an amount that's sustainable for you and it'll be far easier to remain consistent. Number three, make it as easy as possible to get to your training location and reduce all the barriers that you possibly can. And the main reason I say this, and I have touched on this in other episodes, is that once we get to the gym, we're usually pretty good at showing up and doing a decent workout. We can probably look towards one of those seven to eight out of 10 workouts I just mentioned, but half the battle is getting there. It's getting to the gym. It's going down to your living room and picking up those dumbbells and those resistance bands. That's usually the tougher part. So what we wanna do is try to reduce as many barriers as possible. We make sure our gym or our training location is nearby. We make sure we put it in our schedule for a time that works consistently. We make sure that even if we're short for time, we can still attend our sessions. Do whatever you need to do to reduce the barrier to entry, even if it's as far as having someone hold you accountable, having a personal trainer that you don't want to let down. Whatever you need to do in order to make it as easy as possible to get to your location and minimize anything that will stop you from getting there, your ability to be consistent is going to skyrocket. Number four is to create consequences. And I actually came across an article on Headspace, which I'm going to read part of it to you. If money is your motivator, you might give a friend or family member $500 to hold on to, and then you get $20 back for every pounds of weight that you lose. You could also give your mum $5 every time that you potentially don't stick to your plan. I am slightly adjusting the terminology here because it says give your mum $5 every time you eat a cookie or cheat on your diet as a punishment. I don't like that quite as much. However, I do like this concept in the sense of having a consequence for your actions and actually putting money or something tangible on the line. It's not just your disappointment per se. It's something that you're actually physically going to lose. Another flip side of this, and this is the second part of this article it said if the goal is to have a new wardrobe after losing 25 pounds for example buy a pair of shoes or an accessory that doesn't require trying on clothes after every five pounds lost this will make the journey towards your goal feel more worth it i also like this too sometimes getting to the goal is incredibly motivating but also by marking that goal with something tangible that you're going to enjoy like putting on those new pair of shoes when you did drop those five pounds is going to feel fantastic and the thing that people tend to do is they usually do this in the form of food. If weight loss is your goal, I wouldn't go down this route. I would say, okay, maybe when I lose five pounds, I'm going to go for a spa day or I'm going to go for a massage, or maybe I am going to go out for a meal with my partner. But the part of it that's going to be the enjoyable aspect is the fact that we're not prepping food. We're just going to spend time together, but we're going to make a healthy choice on the menu. I don't believe in dropping five pounds and then going out for a pizza. I don't think that's a, a productive approach. Number five, invest in your commitment. I've spoken to you guys countless times about how much I want to learn Spanish. And I'll tell you what, when I wasn't investing any money, I wasn't having that much success. However, now I pay for a tutor and if I don't show up, I will lose the money for that lesson. I show up and I have paid more attention. And that's even just a small amount of money. It's not a huge amount per lesson. However, I'm still investing in it and I want a return on my investment. So not only am I getting the education and experience from my teacher, I'm also getting the extra accountability. And I know because I've paid for X amount of lessons up front, I'm gonna follow through for that many lessons in that many weeks. And sometimes making a big investment means you have to commit even more. So that's a really good idea because if I just paid for five lessons, I might turn up to two or three. And I'm like, ah, matter if I miss out on two but if I turn up to two and three and I've still got another 17 remaining you can bet that I'm going to use that and the same goes for your health and fitness journey if you're starting coaching for example and you know that your journey is going to span across the course of six months to a year 
Don't sign up for the gym for two months. Don't sign up for the coaching service for just one month. Make a big investment. Obviously, make sure that it's the right gym and the right coach. But once you know that, commit long-term because that will make sure that you stay the course and you've got a much better chance of being consistent and achieving your results. So those are my five ways that you can become more consistent with your workouts and with other areas in your life. So I hope that helped team. Take care and I'll speak with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.